0: On the line is the host of the Daily Tip and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Chelsea Messenger. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to check out the Daily Tip podcast for more of Chelsea Messenger analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. All right, and welcome in, everybody, back to Sports Daily as we welcome in our pal, Chelsea Messenger. Chelsea, how are you? Getting ready for one of the more fun football weekends of the year, I assume. How's it going?
1: Yeah, I was debating if this coming Saturday is the best Saturday of college football or if it was last Saturday, because I think I would still say Rivalry Week is still the most fun Saturday of the entire year because there are more games, but we do have some really big matchups with huge implications this weekend. So uh, an almost equally fun Saturday on our hands.
0: Yeah, I think I agree with you on that. Let's let's start with Thursday night football. We'll get to some college football and championship week. We'll get into some NFL Sunday. But we got Thursday night football. Uh, finally a good one, we think, at least, you know, on paper. On paper, the Cowboys are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Now, like, we typically, right, we don't like big lines like that, but the Cowboys have been covering these big lines three weeks in a row. What are you thinking tonight?
1: Yeah, that's really what the numbers are suggesting. The Cowboys have been really solid as favorites this year, eight and one against the spread as favorites. And they've won six games this year or maybe seven. Yeah. Seven, including last week by 17 plus points. So usually when the Cowboys are winning, they are winning big. And plus at home is not the spot where you really want to fade the Cowboys a perfect 5-0 and straight up and against the spread when playing at home this season. Also, Dak Prescott has been uh, markedly better at home, a completion percentage of 77% at home, 15 touchdowns, only two interceptions. The Seahawks are kind of trending in the wrong direction, just got smacked around by the Niners. And that's another thing. Usually a team coming off playing the Niners does not play well the week after because that team is so physical on the defense that this is not a team that, you know, lets off their opponents easy. So I think going up against the Cowboys on the road here, a really tough spot for a niner or excuse me, a Seahawks team where Geno Smith is a little banged up, Kenneth Walker the third isn't playing. So begrudgingly I will be taking the Cowboys minus nine, minus nine and a half. It's big number, but I do think they cover it.
2: The public is all over the Cowboys in this game tonight, including the spread, which I know that we just talked about why that is. I mean, do you think that just generally speaking, that that's people that are looking at what the Cowboys have done over the last few weeks, and that's why they're jumping on that?
1: I would assume so. And plus, now we're starting to get some talk about Dak Prescott winning the MVP, which I was unaware of. Honestly, padding your stats against bad teams isn't really making a case for me. It just makes that game against the the Eagles next week even bigger for the Cowboys because right now I think you can't give it to Dak Prescott you'd have to give it to Jalen Hurts because he has done it in more meaningful games so far but that is a a storyline here Dak Prescott trying to make a case for MVP maybe you take a a chance on him running it in for a touchdown I believe you get pretty good odds on that as well Uh, but still remember the narrative going into this season Everybody was crashing on Dak Prescott because he led the league in interceptions. So, yes, it is a square play. Yes, it is a very publicly bet team. But I still feel like there are plenty of logical reasons to take the Cowboys tonight.
0: What about what else in this game? Over-under of 47, I think, always gets tricky with the Cowboys. Unders have been good all year. Their defense is good props like what else are we looking at in this game because we're all going to get little bonuses on our betting sites for same game parlays and all that anything else standing out to you
1: yeah it's tough because this game has blowout potential and it's tough even with the cowboys because the cowboys are a team that usually if you are leading a game you will run the football and you will try to wear down the clock but the cowboys they continue to throw the ball if you look at Dash, dak prescott even in these blowout games he's had over 300 yard passing in four of his last five. So that's what makes it tough kind of doing props tonight. But somebody I would look at who has been uh, on the rise as of late is Brandon Cooks. Uh, his number is actually pretty low tonight. If you look at the prop for Brandon Cooks, he has hit this in four of his last five games. And I'm trying to pull it up. Let's see, receiving props, Brandon Cooks, over 41 and a half. Yes, a very gettable number here. Uh, for somebody who has seen an increase in his targets as well, uh, I think everybody probably gets their props tonight. I think Dak Prescott throws uh, for a lot of yards. I think he gets a couple of touchdowns as well. Uh, but Brandon Cooks would be my best bet just because his number is a lot lower than what we see for CeeDee Lamb, who had a quiet game against the commander, surprisingly so. Meanwhile, Cooks had 72 yards in that game. I'll go Brandon Cooks over his receiving prop, 40 uh, and a half yards.
2: One more question about the game tonight, Chelsea. How in the world – Is there an angle at all to attack the Cowboys running game? You know, Tony Pollard, it's really hasn't done a ton this season, but yet, I mean, there's really no value for him at all as far as an anytime touchdown score or anything like that. Do you see that changing at all in the future? Any angles at all to bet the running game?
1: Yeah, it's surprising to me that he's minus 145 to score a touchdown, although he only has four touchdowns total this season. So it just seems like too high of a price to me. And like I said, the Cowboys, even when they're on blowout games, aren't really running the ball that much. Like Tony Pollard has had, it looks like, exactly 12 carries in three of the last five with no more than 15 carries in any of those. And all of those were pretty positive game scripts with the exception of the loss to the Eagles. So it just doesn't feel like a place that I would feel comfortable putting my money on.
0: Okay, let's, uh, we'll go back to the NFL on Sunday, but we'll go in chronological order here then, Chelsea, as we look to this college football Saturday. Not as many games, but man, these games are, are almost all games that we can get excited about. What has your eye on the college football slate this weekend?
1: Well, it has to be the Oregon and the Washington game. Uh, that line looks extremely fishy, and I'm wondering if I should even bet it because Washington's getting nine and a half. Now it's 10 at some spots. So that's another fishy line alert is the fact that Washington seems like the obvious play, but yet the the spread's going the other direction. So clearly somebody's taking Oregon and the books maybe know something that we don't know. But if you remember Oregon and Washington played earlier in the season, it was a very close game. Both quarterbacks really dueling it out. Bo despite the loss, played really well. Um, But Washington won it by a field goal. So you're telling me in a conference championship game, at a neutral site, Washington's getting 10 here. I just feel like Washington's the play, but there is another way to play this. If you think Oregon wins, Oregon on the money line is like minus 295, or no, it's minus 350. Good God. Uh, you could take Bo Nix to win the Heisman. I think at minus 180. It seems a little juicy, but that's way better than taking Oregon on the money line. If Oregon wins, Bo Nix wins the Heisman.
2: I might be an idiot here, Chelsea, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm an idiot in a lot of different ways, but you know, looking at the uh, the Big Ten championship game, I kind of like Iowa to cover on this. I, I mean, I don't think there's any world in which they win, but, you know, they're 22-point underdogs, and, you know, they don't score the football at all, but then they also have a really solid defense. I mean, am I wrong in thinking that there's a good chance that they might cover that 22? Have you seen their offense? Oh, Have you been I watching mean, the same I, games I, that know, I know they don't score, but they can keep others from scoring, too.
1: Oh, man, good luck to you. Good luck to you. Because I guess you could say it's too many points, and it is a lot of points, but Michigan's offensive line is so good that I feel like they are a cheat code for just about any defensive line. Because you're right, Iowa's been a really good defense, good at stopping the run as well, but wasn't that the case for Penn State? And Ohio State, both of those defenses came in as top five defenses. And Michigan continued to roll. Their offense, you know, scoring 30 points against Ohio State. 24 doesn't sound like a lot, but against Penn State, that was very much uh, a rock fight. So I just don't see Iowa keeping up. Like, maybe they cover in a sweat, but it's just, it's not something I would put my money on. A team that I have watched some of their games this year, and what was that score? Three to two? against i forget who but their games i don't
0: even want to watch them no don't 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 punish yourself but i will say this out of that game there is some really fun stuff you want to talk about like just wild wild stuff right now on some books you can get an iowa team total in the first half at all you know at at normal juice of Two and a half points. Basically, it's even money, uh, close to it. If Iowa just scores in the first half, I can't remember anything like that ever.
1: Yeah, but have you seen Iowa's offense? I, 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 I get it. Them- no, I get it. But how can
0: you bet Again against it- that? Like, could you imagine the sweat of betting them not to score in the first half? Like, no fluky plays, no nothing. That would be that would be intense.
1: For sure. But it doesn't sound like a bet that I want to bet the other side either, because I think would anybody be shocked if Michigan wins this game 21 to nothing? Like, I don't think so. Uh, I think there is a bet for Iowa to score a touchdown. The line is a half. So if they score one touchdown, one touchdown, I think it's even money because we've seen them score a lot of field goals. It just you're right. It sounds comically low. But also look at some of the totals they've had in these games, because hasn't that been the running joke of college football this year is how low the Iowa totals have been. But yet they continue to hit the under. So, yes, I get what you're saying. One fluky play and you get it. But still, I cannot make a case for Iowa's offense.
2: Okay, how about the Big 12 championship game, Texas and Oklahoma State? Uh, You know, these are two teams that we follow fairly closely here uh, in our neck of the woods. Is there any chance in your mind that Oklahoma State can cover that number right around 15, or are the Longhorns too talented and they are going to be able to pull away?
1: I think this line has moved too much for me to want to take it. Earlier in the week it was sitting below 14, but now it's all the way at 15.5. It feels unplayable to me. Uh, So if it was under two touchdowns, I'd be on Texas here. Because the Longhorns do have a point to prove here. Uh, they still have an outside shot of making the college football playoff. They will need to look excellent in this game. And it just feels like a bad matchup here. Uh, Oklahoma State going against this Texas uh, offense. And also this Texas defense has been really good. Really good at stopping the run. That's what Oklahoma State wants to do. So I just feel like it's a bad matchup on paper. Texas really motivated in this one. Uh, so I do feel like it is a Texas type of game. But going to be a no play, I think this line has moved too much.
0: Yeah, Oklahoma State's sort of stumbling into this game as well. All right, let's look to Sunday, Chelsea. What are some of your favorites on the slate there? I know a lot of eyes are on Niners, Eagles, and the curious line of the Eagles being home dogs. But what are we looking at here in the NFL on Sunday?
1: Yeah, I do like the Niners. Uh, And I know that might sound shocking to some, going against the Eagles at home, getting three. But you've got to look at the situation that the Eagles are coming into this game with. Their schedule has been absolutely brutal and stressful. Their past four games, or their past three games, excuse me, uh, Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, and overtime. All three of those games have been one-score games. They had a come-from-behind win on the road against the Chiefs. I'm sure you guys remember that one. They had the overtime win in the rain against the Bills. So, situationally, in the NFL, this is where it's tough for teams to continue to, to bring out the magic. They do have Lane Johnson on the offensive line back for this one. It just feels like the Niners are a team that if you even have one quarter of a weakness, they're going to punish you for it. Because we've seen that with the Eagles. They have not looked especially dominant this season in most of their games. In the first half of that game against the Bills, Jalen Hurts had, what, 44 passing yards or something? And I know it's hard to say the Eagles, but I will take the Niners in this one. They've had 10 days off, uh, more time to prepare, and a team that also is getting more healthy as well. So I'll take the Niners here, either on the money line or laying the three on the road against the Eagles.
0: I am with you on that. Chiefs are six-point favorites on the road. A lot of money around here is going to go to the Chiefs. It feels like that's okay to me. That doesn't feel too big. Ah, uh, Chiefs Packers. You you like Kansas City here, or, or are you staying away?
1: God, it, it feels like a, a number that's a touch too high for me. Uh, I do yep. think the Chiefs win, but I'll be staying away from aside this game. I wouldn't be shocked if this game stays under, though. Uh, it feels like this Chiefs defense is still their calling card, which is surprising to say when Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. Uh, but the Packers kind of a team that offensively struggles for the most part. Jordan Love, I think, is going to struggle here against this veteran uh, Chiefs defense. I think the under is probably worth a look. 42-and-a-half seems low, but scoring has been down across the league, and so that's why I think you see some of these lower totals, that if something's not in the 30s, I I feel way more comfortable taking it because we're seeing a ton of totals now reaching the 30s. So I'd take a look at the under. It's not my favorite play. Uh, but I maybe like that better than laying six on the road.
0: And then what are some of your, before we let you go, what are some of your favorite NFL plays this week?
1: Yeah, I'll take the Cardinals plus five and a half. Feels like a great buy low spot on a team that just got absolutely punished by the Rams, but Sean McVay owns the Cardinals. That's a divisional matchup. And plus who thinks the Steelers are worth laying five and a half points. Everybody is talking about how their offense finally accumulated over 400 yards. But they only scored 16 points, so I'm still not a firm believer in this offense. I don't think in any world I want to trust him to win by, you know, more than a field goal. This is a team that has not won any game this season by more than a touchdown. So I'll take the Cardinals, buy low spot on Kyler Murray. I know nobody wants to believe in him, but I'll take the five and a half with Arizona.
0: All right, Chelsea, we appreciate it. Good luck with the bets this weekend. Uh, We're going to be lacking some college football the next time we talk, but that's all right. We'll have plenty of NFL still to come.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: There goes Chelsea Messenger, host of the uh, Daily Tip, our Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap up this hour. Uh, Maybe a giveaway here in the next segment. And then we've got Tim Fitzgerald coming up. A lot to talk to Tim about with K-State. Latest on the bowl situation. Latest on the transfer situation. All kinds of good stuff coming for you. We'll have it all for you on Sports Daily when we come back.